Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. Oh, and welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Welcome, hi, and hello. Where today we thought we would talk about... Chores, mm. right? Chores, little jobs around the house, cleaning, yeah. cooking, mm-hmm. just you know the basics of life, really, the basic <laughs> foundations. And I can't believe, really, how much my life revolves around washing up. Don't you just find? Are you washing up all the time? No, because I've got a dishwasher. Well, we've got a dishwasher, and yet, and yet, there's just constant washing up. All the time. And I, so I've got a theory that there are three types of people. Oh my God, okay, okay. I love right. these kind of conversations. Yeah. So you've made a meal, your dinner, right? Yeah. You've made your tea. Uh-huh. Do you, at what stage are you washing up? Are you washing up? Be- you know what I'm going to say. Are you washing up before you eat? Are you washing up before you go to bed? Or are you washing up the next morning? Okay, so if I'm cooking, I wash up as I go. So I'm a very, very clean cook. That's amazing. Um, I can't stand a messy kitchen. So literally, as soon as the it goes into the oven, I'm cleaning up the kitchen. Yeah. Um, then we eat, and then it all goes in the dishwasher, gets washed up before bed. Wow. I can't come down to dirty dishes in the morning. That's, that's what my we day do. wrong. That, that's what, that is what we do. You need to stop that. I know. But the, the, the problem is, so... It is hard to do. I, it I know. is hard. It is, because we so john will put nancy to bed yeah i'll cook dinner and then we'll be on the sofa and it's like eight o'clock by then so we'll be on the sofa Mm. having dinner probably possibly later we're really tired and by the time we've watched something half nine i go to i start thinking about going to bed at half nine i actually take back saying you need to stop that because i think that was actually an unfair comment no it's not i do need to stop no because i don't have children so oh, I think like, we were doing it in I don't no, know but yeah. you are busy like, like you are busy you've got a lot on your plate like and you're in the trenches at the Literally. moment yeah like yeah. <laughs> so I don't I don't think yeah I know what you mean but, but, if, but... It's, if it's bothering you when you come down in the morning mm. then stop it if it doesn't bother you then I think one thing that I have realized is do you tidy up your washing up do you know what I mean? Like, like if I'll, I'm no, you no. just do it, don't you? And this is a conversation that I have with Dutch because Dutch is actually a real dirty plate on the counter next to the wash dishwasher. Yeah, and that's... I'm like, why has that not gone in there? Yeah, why is that not? Why is that plate just not 
gone in there. Yeah. But I, I now make a very passive aggressive comment that yeah. there's the cleaning fairies and the fridge fairies because yeah. they just come when they just come magically, don't they? It's amazing, isn't it? How they pop in. And we're going away soon. And actually the fridge fairies haven't been because we're eating up. We're really mopping yeah. up. And he's like, yeah. what's for dinner? I'm like, ask the fridge fairies. Yes. I'm like, oh wait, they're on furlough. The conversation, I've, I've, I saw a meme once that said, marriage is two people asking each other, what do you want for dinner for the rest of your life? <laughs> <laughs> just the rest of your life that's all you'll talk about and the thing is saying i there, there was a there's a phrase that's like because you go what should we have for dinner mm. right what's for tea babes yeah what's for tea babes exactly and when the response comes i don't mind that's unhelpful that's not helped whatsoever to move this problem forward to make the decision and i think like who's the cook me I'm the cook. Yeah. And when you're the cook, you know what's in that fridge. You yes. know what's in those cupboards. You know every quadrant of that kitchen. Yeah. And so you need them to say to you, I fancy yeah. burger, pasta. You need any way that a that's clue. done. And yeah. then you're like, okay, well, I can curate a meal this way. I can do this. But when it's yes. like, I don't care. What do you want? It's yes. Like, what do you want? What do you want? It's like, I'm the one asking is, the question. Yeah, no, here. that's not, if I knew what I wanted, I wouldn't we be wouldn't asking be you. We wouldn't be having this conversation <laughs> because I'd just be making it. And that's what would happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, but I hate coming down. Isn't marriage a funny world? <laughs> it's, isn't it a funny it's world? It's such fun, isn't it? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, marriage. I hate coming down in the morning to a dirty side. You know, like a bit of parsley, a bit of parmesan. I don't like crumbs around. on the counter. Crumbs on the counter. So I do wipe down. Yeah. And then I tidy up the washing up neatly yeah. I'll like stack it and then John will come down and do and it and you put the, the dishwasher on when you go to bed not not every night no and we should have last night we literally came down this morning and John oh was my like, god there's oh, nothing worse gone on. there is nothing there is nothing worse. worse when you meant to put it down so what are your jobs in the house because obviously well, like everyone's got their jobs haven't yeah, they yeah John is amazing at um uh, getting up with Nancy in the morning and doing bath and bed. So John John does that and he works full time. So yeah. there's kind of this, we've never talked about it, but there's sort of this I like understanding. About yeah. it. <laughs> but there's sort of this understanding that I'll kind of do the rest. Yeah. And that's not to say if I needed something doing, he, he does say a lot. He's like, what can I do to help? What do you, what yeah. do you need me to do? Because I think it's hard if you are just in the mentality of doing it. If you know where things are, I know. what's the wash that needs to go on next, it's hard to just... Stop that. Yeah, but also it's hard for somebody else to go, I can. they can't see the gaps yeah. because I'm doing it all. So yeah, John is brilliant for that. But I cook, I clean, I mean, I don't clean, is the truth. No, your house is clean. Well, we've had a lot of dramas with cleaners. A lot of dramas, so I think you'll like this. I um, we had a, we had a cleaner last year, and she was coming every week, and we were like, "Go on." Well, I was going to say the problem is, and we've had dramas when you move. You yeah, lose, you lose the good cleaner. Yes, Agnieszka was your girl. Oh, through God. and through. I swear, she was I've, hotel trained. I, and I swear, I've seen Agnieszka with a defibrillator coming out of Sarah's house. <laughs> like she went above and beyond she for was you. Unbelievable! She was, she was amazing. It was too far for her to come when we moved. So we got a cleaner. She was coming every week, and then we were like, "Look, we really, we we can't. You know, I'm not. 
I'm not Adele. I can't have a cleaner every single week. Um, and so we went down to every other week, which she didn't like. And it was just bad vibes. It was just bad vibes. There was a bit of a bad attitude, I thought. And I was, was like, you know, that. it's Christmas, it's New Year, let's cut ties. I told her, I sent her a message. I was like, look, you know, we've just decided, I don't think going into the new year, you know, we've got a new baby coming. I don't think we can we can, we can, can have um, a cleaner anymore. I'm really sorry. She was cock-a-hoop. She could, she's like, oh, no problem. I know what it's like for everyone at the moment. It's tough times. Have a lovely Christmas. She dropped a box of lint in. She was thrilled that we'd let her go. Absolutely <laughs> delighted. Like she'd been bonded in some, like, contract yeah, with you. She was like, how am I going to get out of it? We were like, oh, uh, we think we want, is that all right? You know, we don't want to carry on. I thought <laughs> she was going to slap me with, you know, like, well, you need to pay me for a month or whatever. She's like, oh, don't worry about it. Happy Christmas. <laughs> it was hilarious. But I wanted to talk to you about the Dyson because we've both got what the Dyson. <laughs> we've both got the cordless Dyson. June mm. bought it me as a housewarming present, mm. which was lovely. Um, and I love it. I absolutely love it. But you do have to, you are against that battery. You are oh, babe, the rushing. Dyson is, but no, no, no. <sighs> the Dyson, the Dyson cordless was a full flat hoover. When you lived yeah. in a flat, full hoover. Yeah. When you live in a house, that Dyson is for quick spillages. Yeah. Quick crumbs on the floor. Someone's coming around. You need to whiz around the kitchen. That's not a, that is not a hoover for like. I can't be bothered to get the big one out. The big one out, plugging it in, going round Well, with you'll it. just have to divide it up heavy. in days. I do. Room by room. I fight stairs. against it. Yeah. But I always push it. I always push it. I always think, oh, it's still going. I'm going to do the haul. I'm going to. And then I get halfway down the hall and it goes, hmm. And that's it. It's just, it's like the crystal maze. But it's least, like you're fighting against that timer. At least the Dyson makes the decision for you. Yeah, you've got to stop now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's it. Done. Okay, fine. I'll need to go on charge for at least four and a half hours <laughs> before I can do Lovely. a minute more. Um, but I refuse. I refuse to mop. I will not mop. I am not a mopper. People are really against mopping. This like, is the second no, time this mopping. week I've had a really? mopping discussion. <laughs> I'm not mopping. Even, I don't know why the universe if is I bringing me. Made the effort to hoover it. I am not going back over it. The faff. The lawn has got, got a one of them Valida mops. No, got maybe it. I, brilliant. I, I think I need to upgrade my mop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. I think I've got one of you know the old like cotton thread ones that they were using in Downton. <laughs> I think that's what I like with like, a steel bucket. Yeah, that's it. I think I need to. Up upgrade my whole mopping sitch um but yeah then i had a new cleaner who was fantastic she messaged me last week she's like can't come anymore babes i was like okay and she passed me on to some her mate and i was like yeah fine the mate was meant to come on monday i had to message the mate to be told i'm not coming i was like this is but none of them want to do every other week that's what I'm finding. They don't want the empty slot. Anyway, look, this is very first world problems. I can't find someone to clean my house. But with the cooking, sorry to come back to that. No. You're very good. So I can cook This is now. the best conversation we've ever had. <laughs> I'm absolutely living for it. <laughs> it's jumping around yeah. a lot. But with the cooking... Because I can cook now. I couldn't cook when we met. When we first met... It was t it was scary. Oh, if you was, invited me over for dinner, I, was, I trod with I caution. Didn't. No. I didn't. I never did. And I still... I couldn't do a dinner party now. I couldn't have... I did um, a curry for New Year for my sister. That was for five people and three babies. That was a lot. 
But you are really good that at cooking. You've taught me. yourself how to cook. Well, do you know what taught me to cook? The meal boxes. We started having those. That's what caught, taught me to cook. Mm. Hello Fresh. They've never approached me. I am available. I've got all the meal cards, all the recipe cards to hand. But that's what taught us. But I have to use a recipe. And you're very good at throwing things together. Yeah, but I've been cooking. I've got 10 years on you because yeah. I started learning to cook when I was like, 21 and I taught myself a new recipe every week that's so cool well I just wanted to learn yeah and I was like I don't good. want to be a bad cook I want to learn how to yeah. cook be so good now, cook sexy so yeah well yeah, that's what attractive. I thought and I thought and look look at the husband you yeah, brought well, in at the time when I was in my 20s I was like I oh, know I'll lure them by food yeah. I'll be able to like hook them in mm. And then, and then you actually hook them in. You're like, great, I'm a private <laughs> chef. This job that I didn't apply for, I'm a oh, private no. chef. Because I, I have to plan it. So I made sweet corn fritters for Nancy the other day. She wasn't keen. She didn't want them. And How I was like, debilitating. I was like, babes, there's no plan B here. I can't just knock up something else. This is it. Is this or toast? Yeah. Like they're, they're your options, and take it or leave it. Because I can't, I can't whip up a ratatouille for you. Forget oh, I it. I know you do. I always think of you. I always think of you with a ratatouille. I hate them. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> it's so wet. Yes, it oh. is. It is wet. Good for a baby, though. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Better. Good for a baby. Oh, God. Ratatouille. I'd rather die yeah. than eat that. Um, no, but I also think it comes from being a smart shopper. Yes. And having stuff in your cupboards and like backup stuff. So like jars yeah. of beans, jars of chopped tomatoes. Because you can always yeah. wink. You know, Throw it all in. Well, and a yeah, good La Cruze dish. That. A good La Cruze. Pans are key. <laughs> Pans are key. But I've started, because we, we're we not having deliveries anymore, I'm going round because I'm doing a little shop and then I'm topping up with Sainsbury's. Yep. And that's what I'm doing. I think you buy a lot more. Walking around, seeing things. I'm like, oh, I'll have that. Oh, yeah. This is why I don't go in. to the supermarket, no, darling. No, this is why you deliver. And, I, and if I go in... The blinkers are on. Yeah. Oh, no, I like a mooch. But you know I just don't like people. Yeah. So I'm straight <laughs> yes. in, straight out. No messing oh, about. Oh, it's part, It's like it's like a day out for Nancy and I. Fair, going and there. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. But no. And we have chores in our house. And like when we were growing up, we were never... I was never made to do chores. And I feel like oh, that... I feel like that was... I'm quite a, surprised. It was a hard knock life with June. Let me tell you. We just... But June had four kids. Yeah. And like, I don't you know. You had to pull your weight. She, That's why she had four Sheila kids. very much has like OCD. Like her house is spotlessly clean. So we were never trusted with that task because there's no way we'd ever meet those expectations. Story of your life, but like I look back, I look back and I'm like, we didn't even make the bed. Like we like we just wow. had an absolute life of Riley, which is two boys. We had mum, did everything like... And I think it's very common for boys to have that where your mum does everything. Mm. And then like you get with them and you're like, Oh, I remember when I first met Dutch, I was like, what is going on here? Like, I'm, I've got to step into this wife role because otherwise we're not going to, no one's going to do anything yeah. here. Um, so we have strict rules mm. and in our house, like when it comes to chores, I refuse point blank to take the bins out. I hate yeah, taking I won't, the bins out. I, won't I hate do it. it. Yeah, yeah. It's just not my vibe. I'll do everything else. I will not. Do. Like Meatloaf says, but I won't do that. <laughs> would do anything for love but i won't do that's that that's what he meant in that song yeah. actually he's talking about putting the bins up because when i was in a shared house my friend michelle's bin bag like i lifted it out it's no. cracked there was a chicken carcass in there i didn't eat meat i was sick 
No, we don't do the bins. No. We also have a rule with Walking Willow. Whoever walks, whoever does the dog walk in the morning, the other person has to empty the dishwasher, make the beds and like bring all the cups and glasses downstairs. Do like the morning prep. Yeah, so you have to swap and change. Which would you rather do? Either. I don't mind doing it. I really like Walking Willow first thing in the morning because I can get up and out. Dutch, when he wakes up, likes to wake up, sit on Instagram, shower, put an outfit together. He's not out the door till nine. No. Willow is walked and back in bed by half seven if it's my job. Sure. <laughs> we had to do the dog walk this morning. I got her up at half six. She was fuming. Yeah, Peggy would fuming. be. Peggy like, sometimes refuses to get up. Like John's done it when he's got her on the flexi lead that she's in her bed in the front room with it attached to her <laughs> and she's just sat in the bed. John's at the front door going, come on, with the flexi lead. She's just like, no, I don't want to, forget it. Didn't you used to do that as a teenager? It's one of my favourite stories. <laughs> Didn't you just that? used to lie in bed and June would be like, let's go to school and you'd be like, no. No. <laughs> I would stay in bed for as long as I possibly could. As absolutely as long as I went I through a real stage of sleeping in my school uniform just to save time in the morning. Yeah. Just get up and go. I think a lot of kids did that. It makes me feel funny. I can't get yeah, up. Yeah, no, that. I couldn't yeah, do it no. now. <laughs> I couldn't do it now. I can't even like have outdoor clothes. And I know you're like this. I oh, to, yeah. I have to sh- fully shower after I've been anywhere in the day. I cannot get into bed. Do you have a shower before bed every yeah. night? Do you really? I try to, yeah. Because yeah. I'm funny about unless I've just worked from home in the day. Yeah. I don't like dirt on me. No, fair bed. enough. Who does? Yeah, some people. <laughs> that cleaner from the last episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she loves it. Do you know what you need, though? I think if you're going to cook, you need a good sous chef. Because uh, uh, that curry that I made at New Year, I had Alex. Alex is my brother-in-law. They're not married, but you know. And um, he uh, he's a great chopper. He's a my brother-in-law's an amazing chopper. chopper. Amazing chopper. And when you have a chopper at the side, you're like, oh my God. It's like Blue Peter. Because you're like, there's there's the nice chopped butternut squash ready to go. The chopped parsley, I'll just sprinkle that on. The peppers. So what we've learned in this episode so far is that we need a chopper. Everyone needs a sous chef. Everyone needs a sous chef. Um, Neither of us do the bins. No. Dyson Hoovers are not meant for full houses. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what else to learn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Will we do a bit of correspondence? Let's. Should we see who's on the line? I thought I'd missed my chance for correspondence, but correspondence 2.0, very here for the voice note. So when I heard you were coming back after, let's be honest, too long of a break, mm, I thought mm, I had fair. to message in. I am OG Portsley crew, but one of those annoying ones that kind of ghosts about and never says anything. Um, <laughs> Lurk as welcome. Felt a special bond because you used to mention Hull quite a lot, which is the old hometown. I think Ken at Hull Pride, when Jules attempted a Hull <laughs> accent, very questionable. And when you chat about my local park on News for the North, we're talking 2016 era. I'm so glad you're back to brighten my week. Bring on the new era. Ridiculous but relatable chat about MS, cheese and celery sandwiches, and the dangers of Bouvet. Love you so much, Rachel. Rachel. Rachel, sorry. Ridiculous but relatable chat. Write that down. Yeah. I Why think haven't we come up with that? When people used to say to us, yeah. back in the day, Sarah and I used to go to events and people would say, So, what's your podcast about? And we'd be like, oh. 
No Don't idea. <laughs> ridiculous but relatable. Ridiculous but oh, relatable chat. God, we've been doing this for, for years. <laughs> if only with cheerful chats. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just cheerful chats. And Kenneth Pride, who can Kenneth forget? Kenneth Pride. If you haven't oh, listened to that episode, gosh. that's when my dad accidentally ended up at Gay Pride Hull. <gasps> yeah. And ended like. I always imagine him in a string vest. Always when I think of Ken at um, Gay Pride. I have leather Hull. hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> doing the YMCA. Perfect. I am shocked because I was going to ask you if Sheila made you do chores as a kid but not even made your bed no. so did you learn to do it all yourself yeah did you just go right just I'm just gonna myself. yeah I'm just gonna do this god it was like it's like Annie's orphanage with June there's all these kids hard knock life bathrooms guinea pigs um, well, we didn't washing. have pets we no. didn't have pets so that didn't come in and like it was a lot of homework and like music yeah. classes and all of that. You know, it was really on that regimented sure. childhood front, which didn't mean no harm looking yeah. back. No. All good. No. <laughs> Fair enough. Just layered, just layered insecurities about perfectionism. Sure. That's, oh, that's, that's it. Just expectations oh. that will never be met. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Sheila cleans. Sheila's a great cook as well, isn't she? Sheila's an amazing cook. She yeah. used to be a home ec teacher June's and she's an incredible, cook. like she cleans like loads. You could you could do open heart surgery on her counters. And actually as a wedding present, like not a wedding present, but... She did open heart surgery. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. She just dissected. No, she um, cleaned our whole house top to toe after our renovation. Aww. So when we got back from honeymoon, it was spotless. It was That's amazing. amazing. Yeah, I love her for How it. How long did it take her? Oh, days. Yeah. Days. It's just amazing. The patience... I think is amazing. Like mum is the kind of woman who will really hoover the skirting boards. Yes. Like attention to detail. Yeah. There's no messing about. I don't really understand why nobody has created the countertop hoover. Because you know you have it like you have a hoover for the floor, obviously. Bushy candles, babes, glass. I can't be risking a countertop hoover. Yeah, I know, but a little one. Oh, I see like what a you're mini saying. one. Like to create one to just to stop you having to wipe down or dust or whatever that you could just go fume, fume, fume. Dutch's parents have one by the table um, because Dutch is such a messy eater. Like you've never seen anyone eat like Dutch eats. Really? Oh my God. I don't think I've ever noticed. Everywhere. Really? Everywhere. His parents straight away. They're like, it's only Mark. It's just classic Mark. On the floor. On the floor, on the table, on the chair, everywhere. Would they hoover the counter? Would they hoover the table? Yeah. Wow. No Would shame. you hoover the table? No, I, I'll go around and wipe. Yeah, that's what I mean, though. But imagine if there was a little handheld top thing. Because Sadie, who does my nails, has got one, like a mini tiny one. It's like, you know, the size of an egg. And she goes, and then she hoovers up the little dust, you know, from doing nails. And I was like, why isn't there a slightly bigger one? Why haven't we got that? I think you should DM Dyson. What does Ken do? Is Ken domesticated? So Ken is domesticated. So Ken very much, he does like a little run, like he'll go and get like waters and like peanuts and you know those things that he... The middle of little. He can just be trusted with. And sure. then he just the garden and he just the bins. <laughs> but Ken um, had a very, very short fleeting, I, I want to say chore of DIY. And um, Ken was telling me this story. I said, oh, I said, Dad... You never really did much DIY my when we were growing up. Like, my dad used to call it B-I-Y, botch it yourself. Yeah, well. And, and therein. And listen to this. <laughs> so in our like second house when we were kids, like my brother must have been about six months, I would have been about three. Yeah. Um, Ken said, 
We had this house and we needed to do it up. We needed to get it all ship-shape and shiny and we moved in. Well, there was floral wallpaper everywhere and your mum had had it convinced that, that wallpaper was needed to be applied in the bedroom. So I was like, okay, lovely. What kind of wallpaper were you talking about? I was like, it was a lovely stripe, a lovely grey and red stripe with a matching border to go around. I was like, oh, God. Very 90s. I said, I can Ken, have you ever wallpapered before? He was like, no, I oh. have not wallpapered before, but I said to your mum, how hard can it be? <laughs> so- <laughs> sure. And dad, dad said, dad Oh, said, God, I, I wouldn't know where to begin. He said, I looked at our bedroom walls, I looked around, and I thought, these walls don't need stripping. He said, Sheila, I'm not stripping this paper, I'm just going to paper straight over the top, it'll be fine. So then he said, I got the table out, the decorator's table, I, I wallpaper pasted it up, I put the paper on, he said, I went all around the room, I'd done it perfectly, I'd pattern matched it, it looked great, Day, the, the, the picture rail was on. And then I saw these tiny little bubbles. So just before I went downstairs, I just went round and just popped all the bubbles in the wallpaper just to make sure it was even. So I went downstairs, lovely, put you two to bed. Your mum and me, we got into bed in our matching bed sheet that matched the wallpaper. Because <laughs> that's what you did back then. And he said, we put the light off and we closed our eyes. And all we could hear was this weird squelching sound. <laughs> And your mum, your mum was not comfortable. I looked around. I thought, what's going on here? And he said, these loud squelches went more and more. And he said, we turned on the light and the wallpaper was peeling off the walls. Oh, God. So mum and the dad. walls are alive. Mum and dad were led in bed and looking around the room and all the wallpaper oh was coming off all <laughs> over the light fittings, all over everything. And my, my own mum in the background just being like, never again. <laughs> <laughs> Peeling off you! Oh my god! How hard can it be? How hard can it be? Wallpapering, wallpapering over. <laughs> oh god, that's fantastic! I've got some friends that attempt oh wallpapering, gosh. and they're actually really good at it. I, I just no chance. No, I get. To, I'm too intimidated to paint a room. I right. don't think. I'd, what, do, you, do you have to clean them? Do you have to sugar soap and mm. primer and all that? I wouldn't know where to begin. John's on about decorating our hall himself. That'll never happen. That'll never happen. That will never happen. That's one of those conversations that you're like, I'm not even going to entertain this or ask any questions. I'm just going to let that comment go and you're like, sure, believe it when I see it. This will never happen. So I don't even need to protest about this. I don't even need to put up a fight because this was never, ever going to happen. Oh, I love that. We have so many of those conversations. So many. I think we should do this. You know, I'm like, that'll never happen. So, yeah, <laughs> great. Sure. Sounds fun. Yeah, great. Good, good, good. <laughs> June's had a lot of bad cleaners. Now, June's, because June is a good cleaner. June's a great cook. She gets very flappy when she's dishing up. She's an amazing cook. It's not cook. the time to speak to June. Do not speak to Also, she doesn't, she doesn't take, she does not take well to advice. She doesn't like, <laughs> no, she doesn't like advice in the kitchen. Leave her. She doesn't like help. She doesn't like advice. She wants to be left. No matter how flappy and bad-tempered she looks, do not get involved. Tread with caution. Yeah, tread with caution. Just wait until she sat at the table and then say it's I think I did learn that, actually, when I was was at yours with June and she was serving up and I was asking questions. And that ladle really hit that pan when I started asking. Don't ask her a thing. Don't talk to her. (laughs) But she, yeah, mum, God, mum and dad have had some very weird cleaners over the years. She had one 
She had one girl who I think you'll like this was definitely straight through crew and was meant to come at eight to clean the house, but kept arriving at six and had obviously been out all night and gone, yeah, I've come to clean. Hi, I've come to get cleaning done like this. Mum would be like, okay, at like six in the morning, this girl like frantically, like you can imagine, <laughs> listening to like with techno. a rave, yeah, techno, like Woo! doing this. Um, and there would, but there was one morning, June had to let her go because there was one morning that June went to work for the vicar uh, and didn't feel well and came home and this girl was pulling off the drive and she'd only been there 45 minutes. She'd, she was meant to stay till midday and this was whatever, 10.15. And she was backing off and mum said, oh, where are you going? And this girl didn't even try to go, oh, I don't feel well. She just went, I just can't be bothered today. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Kind of love this. Girl. I know. I thought you'd like. She's her. a bit of me. I thought Jules all like this. I wouldn't want to work for me. But she's I know. A bit yeah. Of me. Just backing off the drive, going, oh well, you know, just couldn't, just couldn't face it. Today. Your house is a tip. Mum was like, can I have you? Can I have the key? And she went, oh, have you locked yourself out? She went, no. I think, I think let's call it a day. There. I think let's let's just stop it there. Actually, but she had another cleaner who would always turn up, and in her bag she had loads of recipes that she'd basically been round to people's houses, got their recipe books, flicked through. If she saw something she'd like, she'd torn the page out. She, she's like, oh, well, you know, if I see something, I think, oh, I'd like to make that. I just tear the page out. Of the recipe book. That's wild. That is wild, isn't That's it? Loose. And so blatant. But there was another one. There was another guy um, that, <laughs> that every time they came home, the house really smelled of curry. And they couldn't understand why. They were like, how weird. And then one and day- And garam masala really stick. Yeah, it really stick, you know, especially with soft furnishings. And basically one day they came home and mum went, there is a giant curry stain on our bed. No. And this guy, they reckon, they can't prove it obviously, but they reckon this guy was coming and eating a curry on their bed. Eating a curry on their bed and mum was like, and the cleaning wasn't, you know, things weren't clean like they should be. They were okay, but they weren't, you And turmeric stains as well. Do you know what I mean? Turmeric, you can't never get turmeric out. No. Not even Nancy Burt was like, get turmeric <laughs> no. out. And, uh, and so mum thought he was like eating a curry and having a sleep, maybe. In the, isn't that the weirdest thing? I would be sick if I knew someone was getting yeah. in my bed. Sick. It's getting it, it, just that mattress would be a, torched, <laughs> torched. Sitting in outdoor clothes, eating a curry on your bed, I couldn't cope. Drop me out. I couldn't cope. Um, Lorna said a man came round to um, oh, what was he doing? He was doing a survey, something like that, and he had big workman's boots and he stood on her bath mat. <gasps> she felt ill. She felt physically sick. <laughs> <laughs> I remember once in rented, there was something went wrong with our bathroom and I was out and it was in a house show and I came back and there were two massive workman's boot prints in the bath where they'd obviously gone up to try and look for something. Oh. And it was the weirdest thing. I was like, yeah. somebody's been where I lay. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, will we do a bit of news from the north? No. <laughs> 
Okay, so this news, I have to really confess, has absolutely nothing to do with chores. My news from the north also has nothing to do okay, with chores. Great. It Love was a very, very us. difficult brief. <laughs> very difficult. Um, but it's so funny. I read it last <laughs> night and I was like, oh my God, what is happening? And this is a news from around and it comes from the New York Post. Oh, <laughs> A fish. The abroads. Texas couple insist their home is haunted by sexual ghosts who talk dirty. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. It's Casper the horny ghost. A Texas couple claim their house is haunted by erotic ghosts who like to talk dirty. Linda Hill told uh, the New York Times of supposed ghost tendencies. There's no other way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> Hill said that her and her husband started renting out their property on Denton Street in Gainesville several years ago and initially had a hard time believing rumours that it was haunted. Oh, there the, were rumours. There was rumours. That is until one of the apparent ghosts made a move oh on her. God. Hill said that she was taking a shower at home when she claimed she saw and heard oh my God. a dark figure on the other side of the curtain say to her, looking good. <laughs> She says... I'd be frightened to death. Oh, I'd be flattered. (laughs) (laughs) I would be flattered. Since reading this, I actually showered this morning and we've got reeded glass and I was like, go on, go on. No, nothing. She says she thought it was her husband, but he walked through the door moments later asking whom she'd been talking to. No, he's pranked her. And it was like, oh my God, it's really haunted. Hill insisted. Hill said that the home, which was built in the 1840s, is rumoured to be a former brothel. Right. Which is why she believes the spirits are inclined that way. (laughs) The couple has even had paranormal enthusiasts visit the home armed with an electronic voice phenomenon equipment. And Hill claims that also they've heard horny house guests being (laughs) being suggestive. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Yeah, Hill claims one apparent ghost said. No. Another profoundly said, yeah, I like it like that. (laughs) The home is one of several in the area that the couple say they bought several years ago to rent out. Hill said the Denton Street home is the only one of their properties that they couldn't keep the same tenant in longer than six months at a time. Oh. She claims they started asking questions after 10 tenants moved out in less than two years and one of them alleged said that the home was haunted. The couple say they eventually gave up renting the home to live in tenants and now save it for those who want to investigate it for the paranormal activity. Yeah, sell it as a niche property. Yeah, come and stay. Oh, that's ridiculous. Also great if you need a bit of a mood boost. Ah! Like feeling down about yourself, you need to come to the horny ghost house and just <laughs> just get naked and get praised. The naked Woo! cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> this is a lot of nudity. There's a lot of nudity. And so my news from the north comes from the North Wales Live. My hunt for legendary albino pheasant said to be rarer than hen's teeth. <laughs> Oh my God, I've never heard that turn of phrase. No, what? Rarer than hen's teeth? Rarer than hen's teeth? I've never heard it. Oh, yes. Love that. Um, I was hooked by the legend instantly. (laughs) Oh, is it a first person piece? Oh, I think so. Yeah, no, I think, yes, it is. Have you ever heard of the albino pheasant that is rumoured to frolic through the forests of Gladstone Estate in Haywarden? Neither had I. 
until last month. I often walk through Haywarden Castle and round the back of the Gladstone Estates towards Broughton with friends. And a few weeks ago, a legendary albino pheasant was mentioned in passing. I was hooked by the legend instantly. True albinos in the wild are rarer than hen's teeth, according to the British Trust for Ornithology. The registered charity said most albino birds die soon after fledgling, primarily as a consequence of their poor eyesight, and albino birds are not thought to progress to adulthood in the wild. Despite this, I was determined to find the bird and try and get a snap with the animal. David Mattenborough mode was fully engaged. Good. Your typical pheasant is large, colourful and has a long tail. They're found across the UK in farmland, woodlands and do not interest me at all. I wanted in the history books. After finding out that the pheasant shooting season runs from October the 1st until February the 1st in the UK, I took comfort in the knowledge I wasn't risking a bullet in the backside in my hunt for the elusive albino. So last Sunday, me and my friend ventured out into the great outdoors in hope of glory. You need a permit to access the entire walk through the castle grounds where there are several different walks you can take. A loop round is most common, which leads back to the car park, but you can walk towards Tinkersdale near Dobbs Hill or venture further by going to Broughton. The route towards Broughton is where my sources told me was the best chance of seeing an albino. So that's where we headed. There's a lot of pictures of just like piles of earth. Bush. Yeah, just bushes. Soon we stumbled upon the common pheasant, dozens of them in fact, along the long path towards the spinning wheel in Old Warren. The path has huge fields either side that stretch as far as the eye can see, so we began searching. About an hour had passed and the light had started to fade. Time was against us, but suddenly my friend spotted a perfectly white shape in the corner of one of the fields. It was perfectly still and not moving, so we investigated. As I approached, it became clear that this was a pheasant. And it was white. Oh my God. Adrenaline started to build. I approached with extreme caution and moved slowly towards it. <laughs> the other common pheasants we'd seen earlier had bolted as soon as we'd got close to 10 feet away. I couldn't make the same mistake twice. I got closer and closer and closer, well within 10 feet, and was right next to the bird before it attempted to flee. I was confident I'd cracked the myth and found conclusive proof that the albino pheasant of Haywarden did exist. We headed straight to the pub to celebrate. There's a picture. Oh, God, there's a terrible picture. After consulting the evidence I'd collected, my prized albino pheasant clearly had black eyes. I was heartbroken. Oh, it became all too clear that this winged fraud was in fact a different kind of pheasant, a charlatan that had got my hopes up so incredibly high. The legendary Haywarden albino, it seems, is still out there. So keep an eye out. Oh my God. I had this amazing image of this person writing it wearing a like blue anorak and just creeping through yeah. the forest like, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> It's there. There it is. There. And but no, it's got to have pink eyes apparently for it to be okay, a true albino okay, pheasant. Noted. And this one had black eyes, so it doesn't count. Um, we adore you for listening oh. to this ridiculous but relatable chats. Ridiculous but relatable chats. <laughs> I live. Ridiculous but relatable. I love that. It's perfect. God, it really is. Um, we adore you for listening. We do always finish on Jules's. Affirmation of the week. When I'm good, I'm very good. And when I'm bad, I'm better. 
Oh, very good. I love it. It's a bit like, you know, those T-shirts that are like, good girls go to heaven, bad girls go to Vegas. You don't have to be crazy to work here, but it helps. (laughs) People call it chaos. We call it family. (laughs) We adore you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.